to A. Luke chapter 8 verse 4 to 15. Thank you, Jesus. In the book of Luke, let me just tell you how important this text is. This particular parable, because of its importance, it wasn't just written in the book of Luke, it was written in the book of Matthew and Mark as well. And the profoundness about this text is that I think that it has got so much to do with its important. That is why it has been written in all these three Gospels. So I want you to listen carefully and I'll be sharing with you some of the things that will bless us. In the verse number four. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming from G- to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. So I want you to look very carefully. Whilst a large crowd was gathering and people coming to Jesus from town to town, he told this parable. Praise the Lord. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on rock and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to others I speak in parables so that, though seeing, they may not see, though hearing, they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed of is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. No one lights a lamp or hides it in, and hides it in a jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, he puts it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. Amen. Up to 15. Amen. I want you to look at the face of your servant, uh, your brother, your sister, friend, and say the process is still the same. The process is still what? The same. 
And I want to start this journey because especially when we have when we get into the end of the year, we want to find out what God wants to say to us. And sometimes at the start of the year, 31st night has become like the closing chapter of our of a phase. Then we enter into a new year. And God hasn't got that system. Hallelujah. He hasn't got that system. He's not limited by boundaries of month, weeks, time. He, he, he just sees you one in a stretch of time. Amen. And I told you that this story is very important. Go to Mark. Look at how Mark puts it. Mark chapter 4 verse 1 to 3. The Bible said again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. And the crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake. Whilst all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. And he taught them many things by parable. And in his teaching said, listen, a farmer went out to all to sow. Praise the Lord. Look at how Matthew put it. Matthew chapter 13 verse 1 to 3. It said that same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it. Whilst all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables saying a farmer went out to sow. As a preacher, especially when you come to a place or you go to preach anywhere and you get there and there are so many people and if you didn't prepare properly, you begin to look down on yourself and say, I wish, I wish I prepared very well. And the more the crowd, the more you want to do something to show that God is still alive. And Jesus had an opportunity where he had many people gathering and he wanted to tell them what was more important because those people he might not see them again and he spoke to them in this parable saying that a sower went out to sow praise the lord in this explanation of who the sower was he said the sower was god and the seed was his word praise the lord it isn't so beautiful he said the farmer went out to sow his seed as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on and the bears ate it up. Praise the Lord. Listen, the process is war. It's the same. It is indisputable. It is, it is unsubstitutable. It is irreplaceable. You can't use shortcut to jump into the... You know what story I heard? There is this guy who's, who was sinning big time. It's not like the normal sinning you guys have been doing. Fornicating, he was the chief. Stealing, he was a chief. And somebody asked him, why do you do things so to the extreme? He said, I want to surprise Jesus. He said, when I get to, when I die and I go to wherever I have to go, definitely hell will be first and heaven will be at the back. But because of the intensity of my sin, Jesus will see me and will be provoked. And by the annoyance of my sin, he will throw me so hard that before he realized, I've skipped hell. And I'll be in heaven. 
you cannot shortcut into the manifestation of God. It doesn't matter whether we are starting a new year or an old year. The process will still be war the same. And this story particularly, I don't want to believe that it was said to unbelievers. I don't want to believe that. It was people who had the desire, the desire to want to know God. That is why they came around Jesus. For whatever reason, I don't know. But they came around Jesus, such as all of us are gathered here to hear the voice of God. Isn't it beautiful? Jesus tells of a farmer who sows seed by scattering. And when you use a scattering method, I remember when I used to plant cucumber. I've done so many things in life, including farming. And when you... When you scatter the seed, it is not like you come to this soil and it's not like corn. When you want to plant corn, you have to dig the soil. Those of you, most of you have not planted corn before, isn't it? The minimum you put, if you put in one, you are running at a loss. There's a high tendency you run at a loss. So the minimum we put in the soil is two or three. You see how it's, this is experiential knowledge. It's not like reading from any book. Hallelujah. So I remember when I was planting cucumber. And you have to scatter the seed. And by di- scattering the seed, you, it's like giving everybody a fair chance. Giving some, everybody world a fair chance. Not only everybody a fair chance, but you, want to, you don't want to limit yourself. You are throwing the seed all over the place. Hallelujah. He doesn't want to limit it to only Jews. He, he scattered it to Jamaicans. And he scattered it to Ghanaians and, and Egyptians. He just lavished it on, on, on Amaka and Emeka and all of that. He scattered it on all of us. Praise the Lord. He is not discriminating. That is why we have different nationalities here. Why? Because we believe he wants to give everybody a fair chance. In other words, it means that the sower was indiscriminate. He just wanted to lavish it on everybody. Praise the Lord. In Romans chapter 2 verse 11, it said that for God does not show all favoritism. In Romans chapter 12 verse 11, he does not show all show favoritism. Praise the Lord. Some seed fell on the path, which is a wayside. I'll be dwelling on the sea once and in the next 25 minutes I should be done. Amen. With no soil, the Bible said that some seed fell on the wayside and because it had no soil. The Bible said the seed died. If you happen to be the recipient of the word of God with the wayside attitude, there is no way the seed can be productive. You must understand this. It doesn't matter your fasting and prayer, it will not work. Some seed fell on the rocky ground with little soil. Some on soil which contained tongues. And some on good soil. In the first case... The seed that fell around the wayside, the seed is taken away. Listen carefully. It is the seed that was taken away. The target of the wayside, if you happen to be at the wayside, the seed, which is a word of God, will be taken from you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In the second and third soil, in the second and third, the soils, the seed falls fails to produce crop but when it falls on good soil it grows and produces hundred times more than was sown praise the lord listen in other words it means that god will never run at a loss whether you believe it 
whether you treat it well or not, the word of God is yea and amen. It is certain. It, the Bible said, give me the verse. Um, give me the part where it says, it sowed uh, and it bears much fruit. Thank you, Father. In the book of Luke, the Luke verse. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 15. But the seed with good soil stand to those with noble and good heart. And hear the word and retain it. And perseverance produce that. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I want to beg somebody under the sound of my voice. Sometimes we want to use shortcuts. Shortcuts will not work on Jesus. The verse number five. Give me the verse number five. I don't have time today. A farmer went out to sow his seed. And as he was scattering the seed, some fell on the path and it was trampled on. And the bears ate up. And the Bible said in the verse number 12, it said, those along the path are the ones who hear and then the devil comes and take away the word from their heart so that they may not believe and be saved. The word saved there talks about any good thing you can think about. Praise the Lord. I want to beg somebody under the sound of my voice. There are systems of the devil that have been ushered. The Bible said that we should not be ignorant about the schemes and devices of the wicked one. The Bible said in John chapter 10 verse 10, he said he came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Everything about the devil is to make sure that you are contaminated. For the word of God to be productive in our life, we must first believe it. It doesn't matter what you think. If you come to church and you don't believe it, it will not work. If we refuse to believe it, then it becomes unproductive. The word of God by its nature, it ceases not to be productive. It ceases not to be, uh, it ceases, it doesn't come to a place where the word of God will become unproductive. But it is only, only unbelief that makes the word of God become unproductive. And because the word is unproductive, it doesn't matter what we do, it will not produce the outcome it needs to produce. In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2, give me the contemporary English version, if you haven't. It said, we have heard the message just as they did, but they failed to believe what they heard. And the message did not do them any good. Praise the Lord. The message will be unproductive. Even though the intent of the message was to bring you to an expected end, the word of God will be unproductive in your life because you fail to believe. The first stage of the word of God is for you to believe. There is not much he can do with them that do not believe. Even Jesus is powerless in the place where people don't believe. Hallelujah. This means that... You can, you can be coming to church and be hearing the word of God and you will not experience the efficacy, the power, the ableness of the word of God because you refuse to believe. Praise the Lord. 
The best, I would say that the best stand for strange voices. Our social media, the, the, our social media, media in, in general, they, they, they don't care. So they destroy. The intent of the media is to destroy. There is so much information on the media that if you don't take care, it will destroy your life. Why? Because they try to take away what you know and they substitute it with something that is not of God. The best also stand for irresponsible people employed by the devil to usher us into the place of ignorance. When we talk about the wayside, I can talk about the wayside for years. If you are a gentleman and you go home with your with a lady and you tell your parents, I saw her on the roadside. A roadside is not anything you take seriously there. Praise the Lord. Those of you who buy treasures and very expensive things back in those days in the in the nineties and early late eighties, when you go and buy something of value, you must buy it from a shop, not from the wayside, because the wayside are people you cannot trace back. Praise the Lord. And most of the time, the wayside. I remember many years ago when they was they could be selling a phone or a very nice item on the wayside. The, the trick they were doing is that they will show you the good side of the originality of what was being sold, and immediately you try to take the money from your pocket or your purse. Then they swap it with something not not the right one. And most of the time, the roadside is the shortcut. They want a shortcut, easy way out. It is not It is not possible if you come to me and you don't walk in the ways of God and you don't follow the ordinances and the precepts of God or you come to me and even come and give a big offering. If you don't believe it, the word cannot be productive in your life. Praise the Lord. If we don't... Uh, the, the place of value, the wayside is a way of valuelessness. It means that you don't place value. Those of you who come to church and you don't place value on the word of God, you are the wayside people. Hallelujah. When you come to church and the word of God is being preached, I, I'm not saying, I'm not picking on those who are not writing. The way you, sometimes when I come to church and I see people preaching, I want to sit on the floor. I want to listen to them with the inner intuition, with the alertness to know that what they are saying, I need to get it all. Praise the Lord. I remember this, this week, uh, one of the members sent me a video. Three messages, three videos. It's a pastor, I'm sending it to you first. I want you to listen to it. When you finish listening to me, give me the assurance that I should send it out. I say, wow. What a joy to be sent a word of God. I look at the first, the first video. It was about three hours, 25 minutes. I say, Wow. The second one, I think, was two hours something. The third one was one hour something. I said, wow. I said, I want to tell this guy how good I need a word. Especially when you are expecting God. Be careful what comes your way. When you are a child of God and you are looking forward to God. Remember, when you are in the time of prayer and you are seeking the face of God. Be careful the things you hear because God may be talking to you. In my time of prayer and fasting, when that brother sent the video, uh, I listened to the first one within, within the first possible one, uh, three hours or whatever it was. I finished with one. Uh, I ate it so good. I said, this tastes so good. By the time I realized, I listened to it twice within two days. Then I listened to the third one, the fourth one. And I said, this food, it tastes good. There are things you will not hear the first time. 
until you listen to it the third and the fourth time. How do you treat the word of God? Some of you who received prophetic word 31st night, you even forgot it the same day. The same day you forgot it. How do you value the word of God? The wayside is a sign of recklessness and valuelessness. Things on the wayside cannot be trusted and relied on because they don't last long. Praise the Lord. The wayside attributed is attributed to people without boundaries. The wayside, any person you find on the wayside, most of the people who are brought up on the wayside haven't got any boundaries. They haven't got any boundaries because the boundaries is established in the home, in the house. Any boy who, I, I teach students, and any boy who spend most of their time outside, on the roadside, they don't have boundaries. They don't have any regulation. Anything enter into them. So when you become a wayside Christian, anything works in you. You are in church and somebody outside is telling you that don't give your free will offering. It is don't, don't listen to your pastor. The wayside person is telling you, teaching you not to have any boundaries. The wayside person, if hasn't got, there is a system we call farming. We have the free range system. One of the disadvantages of free range system is that your animal can die at any time because they eat whatsoever comes their way. Praise the Lord. The other thing about the wayside people is that they have no protection. You have no protection. There is no security. Praise the Lord. Not only do you have no security, you have no guarantee for the future. The dog that hasn't got a home can easily die, knocked down by anything. Praise the Lord. Thieves operate on the wayside. Thieves, they operate on the wayside. Because they get people to devour them. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. They are going to steal from your heart. The Bible says, it was, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. Your heart, you have to protect it. If there is any insurance for the heart, please show me that insurance. I will take it. And that is the assurance in God. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, the Amplifier said, I watch over your heart with all diligence. For from it flows the springs of life. Praise the Lord. The reason why the devil doesn't want you to believe is because you have not placed value on the word of God yet. For the word of God to work for you and I, we must first believe. Come on, tell your neighbor, believe. The anointing of God doesn't operate in a place where there is no, where there is no believing. Hallelujah. I like it when in Matthew, you can read it later. Matthew chapter 13, verse 55 to 58. The Bible said that Jesus went to his own town. He could not do much miracle because of their unbelief. Given the verse number 58. It said, now he did not do many mighty works because of their unbelief. Matthew chapter 13, verse 58. I want you to come to a place. It doesn't just happen for you to believe. It takes a lot of things for you to believe. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me tell you that before I forget. I was watching this movie. Eh? And in this movie, I don't just watch any movie. I like movies. But I'm very particular about the ones that powers come from somewhere. And 
somebody receive a power from somewhere and i like those ones not the horror movies that scares me at night no i don't watch horror movies hallelujah so this guy has been he, he was supposed to leave and he was a good person but always protecting people and trying to save their life but he was very disrespectful so at the end of the day he died he was knocked down by a car in trying to save a boy who was going to die so he the boy the, this guy died so when he died he went somewhere i don't want to say heaven but he went somewhere and they told him they would give him a, ch- a second chance he will come back and redeem people who were demon possessed because whatever wanted to kill the boy was as a result of somebody who was possessed so he came so this was the destiny one this was the one who had the promise but when he before he died there was a boy he was beating day and night and this boy doesn't understand why this young man can beat him day and night so even when this guy was going to be buried he came to the funeral and said you have to wake up until i beat you before you die so this boy came around and when he resurrected it was a shock and this guy who wanted to beat him up followed him and luckily for him there was something like an angel that was with this guy directing him where to pass every other person didn't see this angel but this guy who wanted to beat him up saw that angel long and short of the story was that they went somewhere and when they went somewhere they were going to be trained to be able to face the demon spirit this guy without promise is following the one with the promise it's like abraham uh, abraham and lot hallelujah and this guy who was following the trainer wanted to discourage him to back him out of this nonsense of wanting to train so they gave him a big rock this i'm telling you is a revelation the lord told me a big rock and he was giving sticks wooden stick to break the rock how can you use a a, a, a wooden stick to break a rock but this boy who was the destiny one was just told by his powers he will put his finger on the floor and lift the leg up but he was really really reckless he said i'm stopping i won't train again so in the middle of the night he went out and just saw this guy who had no destiny breaking the rock with the with the with the with the wood hit it and the wood will scatter pick another one hit it and it will scatter and this one with the destiny is asking himself even the one without destiny is obeying the master hey tell your neighbor hey this guy was hitting the rock with the with the wood hitting it hitting it hitting it which was impossible hitting it but before he realized that there was something that could only be developed by the tenacity and the perseverance and immediately the hand that had nothing at the point when the wood was broken produced an invisible sword immediately the lord told me son there are things we do physically to connect with spiritual things there are certain things you are doing that has no result but it produces an outcome that only that outcome can only be produced in the place of that act sometimes you can be coming to church and it will look like coming to church is useless but it produces something that it cannot be produced without it i want to beg of you many years ago when i was 
there are things the devil can cause you to do that you wouldn't have done without them do you know what triggered david to walk and see the nakedness of the of the body of of Bathsheba. it produces something it wasn't the body that produced it it was something he saw that triggered something within him i pray today that you will have power over something you must believe tell your neighbor you must believe in john chapter 11 verse 40 it said jesus said they died not tell this was when martha and mary came around when lazarus was dead and the bible said jesus want to come on tell your neighbor he want to jesus came all the way he said to the disciple let's go and raise our brother up he's asleep he want to but he couldn't because if you have unbelief in your house and he comes to your house he can't do much in your house the Bible said that he came and said to Martha, he said to Mary, I want to do more in this house. I want to raise your brother. Did I not tell you that if you don't believe, I can't do anything? He said, he said, did I not tell you if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Most of you have not seen the glory of God in your life because you are not believing. I want you to know that there is no shortcut to this process. Anybody who encounters God is somebody who believed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the first process for you to encounter the supernatural in your life is not by what people say. It is not how authentic what is being said is. But your ability to believe. Hallelujah. This this thing about believing is idiosyncratic. It is particular to you. Somebody can bring you to church, but we can't believe it for you. You have to believe it yourself. Praise the Lord. I'm finishing now. Number two. Say two of the process is called passing the test. Tell your neighbor passing the test. Luke chapter 8 verse 13. Those on the rock, rocky grounds are the one who receive the word with joy when they hear it but they have no root they believe for a while and in time of testing they fall away your believing is just the beginning tell your neighbor it is just the beginning these are christians who talk about how good a preaching could be but it doesn't transform them they talk about how powerful the man of God was. But nothing transformed them. They talk about the big church they are in. But nothing transformed them. Because they hear the word with joy. They jump and say, preach on. Preach them, pastor. But it doesn't transform them. Because when you believe, you will be tested. They can even quote the scriptures in the church before the pastor even preach about it. But it doesn't produce much in them because they are believing is not sustainable. Hallelujah. The rock symbolizes when you have a rock in your life. If somebody tells you don't behave like a rock, it means you are you are impenetrable. You are impenetrable. Nobody can get into you. When your head is a rock, it means nobody can penetrate into war into you. And most of the time, when you, when you come to the place of a rock, it means you lack understanding. 
The disciples walking with Jesus, do they believe? Did they not believe? But did they understand the parable? No. It takes more to understand. It takes two seconds to believe. But it takes more to all to understand. The reason why you believe in God and you don't do what he's told you to do is because of your lack of understanding. When we believe his word, we must move to the place of understanding his word. Your belief in God must affect your behavior and your attitude. You must affect your modo operandis. Your modo operandis must change your way of doing things. Your style of life. When you become a rock and you believe the God you are serving. You believe him but you are still a rock. It means that you don't allow God to direct you and move you the way he wants to move you. The essence of your believing is to change your modo operandis. Praise the Lord. The reason why you are believing on God is for you to take the actions you wouldn't have taken without a believer. In John chapter 21 verse 18, it's a verily and truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hand and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. How many of you are going where you do not want to go because you believe God? Do you think I'm not wise? I did accounting, economics, management. All the three controls money. The economists are very money conscious. The managers are very money conscious. The accountants are very money conscious. They don't joke about things. I did all the three, which should tell you that I'm more, I'm, I'm a very, very, I know money. I know what money can do. But there are times we take steps because of what we believe. It is what we believe that makes us look like fools. But we are not. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You will be tested. You will be tested. You said you believe. Go and talk to Peter in Luke chapter 22 verse 54 to 62. The Bible said he said he believed, but he didn't understand it. You have to be rooted. When you are rooted, it means you are not easily moved. I was telling somebody something recently. That there is certain things that a certain plan to have. It's not because of the number of years it has existed. But because of its connection with the place it has been. The reason why you can't move a palm tree or any other plant that have been lasting there for years. The reason why you can't move it is because it has been rooted. What are you doing to cement that which you believe in? Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 8 verse 9, it said that his disciples asked him, What is this parable about? He said, he said unto them, the knowledge of the secret of the kingdom has been given unto you, but not unto them. It is the secret. Look, look at what he says. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. He said, the knowledge of the secret of, of, the, of the kingdom of God has been given unto them. But to others, I speak in parable. So that those seeing, they, they, will, not, they will see and not perceive. And though hearing, they will not understand. The essence of your seeing and hearing is for you to understand. I want to beg somebody under the sound of my voice. You cannot shortcut the process. You must believe for the power of God to work in your life. 
you have to believe that which is not believable but you know who you are serving you know who you are believing in the name of jesus it will begin to open doors for you for you to come to the place of solidity in the name of jesus i don't know who this message is for but there is a realm of possibility i don't want to believe that this year has been a useless year this year i have seen god move in a mighty way I have, as I have been able to enjoy certain pleasure from certain dimensions of the power of God I have never experienced before. Why? Because I choose to believe. Precious one, if you don't believe and you are tested, your ability to remain firm, when we talk about somebody who is not rooted, is that he said, we are not tossed by any wind of doctrine. We are firm. We know who we believe in. We know who we believe in. Until the disciples became rooted in God. And they said, Peter, when he denounced Jesus, he realized that he has not been deeply rooted in God. Most of you are coming to church, but you are shallow believers. You are not rooted. He doesn't just want you to believe. He wants you to be rooted. And in your root, being rooted more, is that which will cause you to bear much fruit. And your fruit will abide. He has lavished his care upon your life. He has given you so much in this year. But you didn't receive it. Why? Because of your unbelief. You were tested and you failed. Today in this coming year. I pray that you will succeed. In the name of Jesus. You will prevail in the name of Jesus. Whatever caused you to walk in the, in the joy. The joyousness of I believe. I believe. I believe. That's a powerful preaching. It doesn't bring about change. Hallelujah. I want to beg somebody under the sound of my voice. The first stage is for you to believe. The second stage is that your belief will be tested. If you don't pass the test, you will not see the manifestation. Hallelujah. I want you to stand on your feet. Thank you, Father. I want you to pray one prayer today. Thank you, Jesus. I promise I'll finish at 30 past. I want you to pray today and say, Father, I want you to help me. I want you to help me. Before you pray that prayer, let me have Luke chapter 8 verse 9. No, let me have 10. I want you to pray this prayer. This one prayer I will pray and then we go. There is much he wants to do with you. Mark chapter 8 verse 10. I prayed about this and it's one of my prayers. He said, The knowledge of the secret of the kingdom of God. Now, Luke chapter 8 verse 10. Look, don't change it. Keep it. The knowledge of the secret of the kingdom of God has been given unto you. Precious one, it is not everybody who has got it. It said to others. He spoke to them in parable. Parable will not do much with you. It is those who understand who encounter change. I want you to pray today and say that, Father, in the coming year, locate me. In the midst of them that must walk with understanding. Begin to pray. That's your prayer. I want to be with them that walk with understanding. Help 
He said, to others is given to understand the mystery of the kingdom. I want to walk in the mystery of the kingdom. I want to walk in the mystery of the kingdom. I want to walk in the mystery of the kingdom. In the year 2024, I want to walk in the mystery of the kingdom. I want to be among those who walk in the mystery of the kingdom. Those who understand the mystery of the kingdom. Those who have knowledge of the mystery of the kingdom. I want to walk in the mystery of the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, I want to walk in the mystery of the kingdom. In the I pray today that the ability to know whatever caused the disciples to be among them that came to the place of epignosis the place of knowing i pray in the name of jesus whatever it takes god give us what it takes to know amen may we delight in the things that causes your people to know amen. what causes the disciples to be different to know the mystery of the kingdom the secret of the kingdom i pray today that in the coming year, may we be addicted to the things that will cause us to know the mysteries of the kingdom, the secret of the kingdom, that we will walk with a superior understanding, not limited by the forces of men or the hindrances of men, but we will walk beyond the capacity and the ableness of men, and we will launch into the place of the supernatural in the mighty name of Jesus. It is my prayer for everyone under the sound of my voice that from this day onward the word of God shall be productive. Amen. We will see the efficacy of his word in our life. None Amen. of his word will go wasted. The word of God will benefit us and everything that concerns us. If you believe amen. it, shout a big amen. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, shout amen. amen. So we share the grace. May, May the, the grace, grace of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, Christ the love of love God, of God. And the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall pursue us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Look at the face of your neighbor and say, you will bear fruit this year. God bless you. Summer, winter, autumn, spring. Mountains, blue skies, and the sea.